0: so the big question is this how do we have the freedom we crave so badly when we're stuck in jobs we don't like leaving us unfulfilled exhausted and trapped what if i told you that you're already qualified enough to start building a life on your terms the life of your dreams that is the question and this podcast will show you how by giving you the answers My name is Jade Weller and welcome to Jade Start Secrets Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Jade and welcome to another episode of Jade Start Secrets Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined with Jess Lambert. She's an artist here on the Gold Coast and some of her artworks behind her. And she's here to share her story and hopefully inspire some of you to be able to start tapping into your inner creative genius as well. So thanks so much for joining me. Thanks
1: for having me. Hi guys.
0: (laughs) So I thought we might be able to kick things off by sharing a little bit about what you were like as a child. I bet you were super creative.
1: Yeah, I think pretty much ever since I was able to hold something in my hand and draw, I always did. Yeah. And my mum even still has drawings now that I did when I was so young and she's had them laminated. Oh, and it's so funny whenever I go back to visit that's to just cute. look back at things like that that I did from such a young age and then to yeah. watch the progression of it all so yeah definitely a very creative kid <laughs>
0: Yeah, I remember when I was a kid I used to um we grew up on five acres and we would have all sorts of things like mud pits, sand pits, and I remember I used to find these coloured rocks on the property, yeah. and I'd like go on these hunt looking for the all of these different coloured rocks, and I'd grind them against each other, and then create like a powder, yeah and then I'd wet it, and I'd use that as paint for my mud cakes that I'd
1: make. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and the imagination was just endless. Yeah, right yeah, and that's the thing. When you're little, you can just yeah. think of anything, do anything. You got nothing like holding you back. And, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happens as we get older. <laughs>
0: So you you went to um, uni and you went to art school, is that right? yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, so I studied fine arts after school, so obviously all through school, um, art was my favourite subject, anything creative, I also did design and textiles, I just loved those subjects that allowed me to use that side of my creativity. So Mm -hmm. um, then yeah, I studied fine arts after school and did that full time just doing a bunch of different um, subjects, just trying everything. Um, Mm, I suppose just to try and figure out what it was you liked. Yeah, because I always knew, like, going through school, I always knew that I was good at a lot of subjects. Mm. um, But I definitely always knew that I wanted art to be... I knew that that was the path that I wanted to go down. Mm. I just didn't, at the time, really know how. So my I knew that I didn't want to there was nothing else I wanted to go and continue on doing after school when so many of my friends were going and doing um so many different things and I just knew that I wanted to go and study art so mm-hmm. doing that studying fine arts and trying all the different subjects was a way for me to just in, like emerge myself in it all and then figure out where to go from there so yeah
0: and there's so many I different types too like yeah. it's like art is an expression isn't it yeah
1: yeah and it's there's something everyone is creative in their own different way and Mm. that's that's what I found through going and studying is what worked for me what I liked the type of art that um, allowed me to express my creativity in a way that I actually enjoyed and then Mm. the ways that I didn't enjoy and then kind of just navigate from that way so
0: Mm. it's much like being a business I suppose you figure out which customers you like to work with, which ones you don't, and (laughs) which businesses you're going to like to run, and which ones you don't. And and so you, um, straight out of TAFE, you didn't actually pursue your art career, did you?
1: No, not straight away. I actually, like, after studying, I needed a little bit of a break, because I was just so... It was two years of full-time doing that, and doing Mm -hmm. a lot of it, and then after that, I kind of just took a break. I went and... um, yeah, I was doing, I was working in retail at the time and was just kind of moving my way up within the company that I was working for. I started off as a little like casual and then just worked my way up to full time and, um, I was eventually managing that store. So I kind of had a bit of a break, um, Mm. from art, but then, um, yeah, I just, one day I just felt like getting back into it. Mm. Um, and I began drawing and that's kind of how I, Found my style just by accident, really, one yeah. day. Yeah,
0: so listening to your inner sense. Yeah. yeah. And so, when you say you got back into it, did you just free draw? or like? Yeah,
1: so I was just staying at a friend's house actually, and I didn't have any of my fancy paints or materials or anything. Um, I just had a canvas and a black pen. And I was just drawing. I lived in Newcastle at the time, which was a coastal town, and I got a lot of my inspiration from being around The ocean and going for walks around the ocean. I really love being outdoors and so I was just Drawing one day just kind of I'd been on a walk that morning around the coast and I was just sitting down just drawing because all I had was a pen and the canvas Hmm. and Yeah, I was just drawing all lines and patterns of the scene that I had literally just went for a walk on mm. and I was like I really like this style. this is like this is cool and then and then I kind of just kept um, practicing in that style and developing that and mm. that's kind of the style that I've got now so it's your signature style
0: yeah yeah <laughs> that's awesome and so we were talking um, a little bit off camera about some of the struggles you faced with transitioning over from being a a hobby artist to becoming a full-time career artist and how some of the challenges you faced along the way and one of them is um, a challenge that a lot of businesses face and that's the issue with copyright and and the of copyright yeah so what I suppose what happens there
1: so obviously social media and being able to share your work online Mm. is Mm. so powerful and has so much potential for you to be able to reach so many different people. But obviously with that comes Mm -hmm. the negative side of, um, your images and your work just being put out there for anyone to see, for anyone to take. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I just came across because my um, Instagram is where I share all of my artwork and Mm. it's just kind of that hard, um, setting of people seeing an image and just, thinking that they can just take it and it never, Yeah. they think that they're never gonna get caught, I guess. Yeah. Um, and there was a company on the whole other side of the world and someone actually sent it to me. They sent a photo and kind of made me aware of it, which I'm so grateful for that I have so many people that kind of mm. um, associate my style with me and this person just sent it to me and said, what's the go here? Do you have a contract with these guys? This is your artwork, isn't it? And Um, yeah they've literally taken um, it was three of my exact artworks because I always try to share really good photos good quality photos of my artwork online so they had the they had this really good image that they Mm. could use um, and they were just printing them onto surfboards and I just remember that feeling when I first saw that photo like my stomach just flipped over and I just felt so many emotions at the one time and that was probably
0: because you have like your watermark like your signature in the yeah
1: they even like (laughs) the surfboard company the surfboard brand that I had drawn onto that board their logo was hidden within the artwork that I'd done so this company on the other side of the world was using that image that also had the logo of another company in it like just crazy (laughs) but (laughs) and they've used my photos as well on Mm. their actual website to um to market them on their on their website to sell Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean there's there's always going to be people out there that do that and that's not that's not the um, last time that that's happened that's Mm. been the worst instance but
0: I remember it happened to us actually. So with Beach Braves, the round beach towel company, we had Aaron would make the, he would design all the prints that would go on the round towels, and he spent months doing these designs, and they were quite they were very unique and rare. That's yeah. why our business went gangbusters because there was nothing like it on the market. Oh, yeah. And we would take our own imagery with our own models and we would do it down at Burley and we would pay our models. And I remember we were on the internet and we saw an image that we took of one of our models holding up our towel on Alibaba Express or something like that. Oh my God. And it was our exact towel for like $10. And this was a $120 towel because the quality was so thick and expensive and designs and all that kind of stuff are not cheap to make. And these guys had sold out our frame to underneath us and we're putting it on the thin crappy material mm. so then when people were seeing our website they weren't sure if it was the good quality product yeah. or the crap product and we were having friends message us and oh. I was having to send cease and desist letters to everybody that was selling it in Australia but you can't control it overseas yeah so I, we were, I remember feeling that feeling too. it's horrible and, yeah and but it the, just the makes, helplessness feeling yeah, like yeah exactly yeah. I just
1: remember feeling so helpless so um I was angry too, yeah. and just uh, just to think that someone could do that, um, because like you said, so much time, so much effort goes into it all, and with my artwork as well, there's so mm-hmm. many stories that go with each artwork, mm. and really personal stories too, like the artworks that I do are, they're all one of a kind for each different person, yeah. and for someone to just come and take that it's yeah. it just makes you just feel yeah it robs the customer too because yeah. they're
0: not getting something unique and yeah like, yeah I remember you telling me that artwork you did of the car on the board yeah. was actually for an American couple who had their car that was their pride and German it got yeah. burnt in the bushfire in yeah the so I
1: do just such sentimental artworks mm. to people that mean so much and mm yeah, one, one particular artwork, um, that I've done was really touching to me. Like this, um, client had lost her home and her, um, old 1965 Chevy. I think it was 1965, um, in a, um, bushfire in California. And so those kind of stories, and I'm drawing this with this really, like so much emotion behind each artwork. Mm. That wasn't one of the ones that was taken, but that's just an example of how personal each artwork is. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Our chairs are swinging a little bit. There we go yes it could be yeah it could be absolutely devastating and so in terms of transitioning from an artist who does it at home Mm -hmm. to an artist who is paid by people from all around the world to be able to create these unique pieces of art that people have in their living room or under their feet when they're surfing yeah what were some of the apart from the copyright issues what what were some of the struggles mentally in making that transition
1: (laughs) I think just knowing that if you really want something for me I always knew that I wanted to see if I could go and make my art something that could be my full-time job something that could be sustainable um Mm -hmm. I always always wanted to see if I could do that and I had a obviously I had my full-time job for quite a long time and I was I would leave my full-time job and I would come home and work on orders for clients until most nights until like one or two in the morning. like. Wow. And I don't <laughs> recommend that kind of routine <laughs> for anyone, but that's what you do when, yeah. you, when you're starting out. Like so many mm. startup businesses would know that kind of yeah. environment of just working so hard um, all uh, across all different hours of your day with whatever time you have mm. um, to just yeah, to make it kind of happen. So I guess I kind of just had to really trust myself and take those little leaps of, and for me, it was just a process of leaving, um, certain hours at my full-time job, just stepping them back as I could. And I think that really helped with my kind of, um, my journey of it. Like I was just slowly doing it slowly because, nothing happens overnight, like this definitely wasn't something that happened quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was just reducing my hours and then making more time during my week to be able to put time and energy into the thing that I really wanted to go and give Mm -hmm. 100% to. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so just, and then I just, at the end of the day, I just was like, kind of just looked back and said, I don't want to, I don't want to wander like what would have happened if I just tried Mm. because I know that if I left my full-time job I always could have gone back yeah like I can and I can at any stage I can Mm. go and do anything I want to do but Mm. I just really wanted to see if I could make it work and so far so good (laughs) you just need to just have that trust I think so yeah maybe you saying your pop. I um, said to you one day, yeah. <laughs> something yeah. about surely
0: you don't get paid that much as
1: an artist. What <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, was it? Something like it was at Christmas time, and someone said, "Jess is making a living off her art," and he just made a little joke as popster. He's like, "Are you? Is it? How's it going?" Like, are you so like, <laughs> did yeah. yeah, you know
0: your boards are all over the world? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're...
1: And it's amazing. Like, mm. it's 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 still like I still have to sometimes just take that step back and look mm. at what's happening and what, because it's so easy when you're running your own business, there can be days where it's just so overwhelming and you're always having to plan ahead and plan mm. for the future. Think ahead. Obviously that's how um, you're going to grow and progress is by sort of planning ahead and having those goals for the future. But sometimes that stops you from taking everything in that's happening right yeah. right now and like everything that you've done and all of those little things that you have implemented along the way to get you to where you are so sometimes Mm. I just sit back and I just think this is I'm very grateful I'm definitely very grateful Mm. for what I get to do so Mm.
0: you've done some amazing things too like you did that trip to New Caledonia to help women inspire women to be more artistic and
1: creative yeah yeah Yeah, that was amazing we got two um last year I went down to Sydney with um a group of Um, women who are all all in different fields um so not all artists but just all um doing something really inspiring or um groundbreaking in terms of like not just the normal um career path I guess Mm. and so we were on a panel speaking sort of sharing our story that was one of my favorite days because just being in that setting being in a room full of really like-minded people um just such a good energy. And then, yeah, we were all given the opportunity by that um, company that we did the public speaking with, um, to all go over to New Caledonia together as a girls trip to just be around each other and just kind of inspire each other with what we're all doing because it had been about six months since we'd done the speaking event. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so we went to New Caledonia and just got to do an amazing bunch of things and, just being around each other and then those kind of things like it makes you come back home and you're like okay I feel so like full of energy full of like motivation from these other people that I was just around and yeah. that just gives you that little kickstart sometimes you need that like yeah those kind of things so yeah yeah I had lots of I
0: remember you telling me you've even so it's so important to not only surround yourself with the people who inspire and motivate you but also to put yourself in an environment where you're feeling inspired and motivated yeah. and you've actually moved house because yes. you wanted a house
1: with better lights I'm so um affected by When you're working from home, and especially in a creative kind of job, Mm. I quite quickly became aware of how much my surroundings were really affecting my mood and my Mm. um, creativity levels. So, yeah, my apartment that I was in when I sort of first full time started working from home didn't have that much natural light, and I kind of made do with whatever I could at the time. You know, you'd gone by things to like make it all nice however you could um, but then I just really realized that I needed to change change yeah. my space. Change so your space, yeah. <laughs> you're just going to do what you're going to do yeah. so I um, love where I work from now.
0: Yeah that's so, that's so good you need to love
1: where you work. Oh it's important yeah. like you, if you're I like wake up now and I, I look in I've got like a whole area that's set up where I work from I've got my desk set up how I want. And I love waking up and I look at that area and I'm like, this is my creative space. Like yeah. I've made it how I want it, and yeah. I feel inspired to walk in there and be able to create.
0: Yeah. Aww, yeah. That's so beautiful. <laughs> I love that. I, I have to change things around all the time. I'm a yeah. constant changer. I, I can't have the same surroundings all the time. I like to be new, inspired, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so we're currently sitting where our lounge chair used to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to Aaron, Nut, no, it's got to go. We need to change it. <laughs> so we sold the lounge and we haven't yet set up our little area. It's so cool just pull bits and pieces around the house to make it look like a space that we kind of habit inhabiting but yeah oh,
1: but even like just little things like getting a new getting a candle or I recently yeah. got a um a an oil diffuser oh,
0: and yes. even just little
1: things like that however you can yeah literally infuse a little bit of a mood into your space yeah, yeah, yeah. like yes yeah, so. i've been doing bath bomb mondays oh that's
0: so where I, I go to lush and i'll buy like a week's worth of, or a few weeks worth of bath bombs yeah. and then every monday after i come home from work i make a bath i chuck the bath bomb in and i do my emails for the week <laughs> and i pre-program them I in the bath that. and then i sit back and i watch a netflix with a glass of wine before i go to bed yeah so, that's bomb bath mondays
1: bathtub mondays yes my bath is very big though <laughs> mine's <laughs> not either <laughs> but
0: it may <made> do <laughs> Bath on Mondays, everybody. It'll be yeah. coming on soon. <laughs> so, um, in terms of some of the highs you've experienced as an artist, um, you were telling me that you had this dream or this vision to be able to do a piece
1: of artwork for a particular surfer, and yeah. you
0: manifested that.
1: Yeah. And it true. Um, I did a artwork for Kelly Slater um, that was given to him, gifted to him, um, and I remember years and years and years ago, I kind of um, said how I really wanted to make that happen and yeah I remember when I said it kind of everyone around me like we had a little bit of a laugh and a bit of a joke and everyone had a bit of a giggle and I but in my head I was like no I'm like I'm gonna make it happen yeah like and I think that's something (laughs) yeah and it's something that I've really learned the um the power of like when you really want something Mm -hmm. and when you really know that Like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't, it's not so um, important, like, how you're going to make it happen. Mm. I think it's just when you really know that you want something and you want to make something happen, as long as you have that, like, full belief that you can do it, how it's going to happen isn't so important. Yeah. Um, So yeah it's the same as starting
0: a business like you're gonna have people when your business goals where you say I want to be doing this or I want to be doing this you're gonna have people that are gonna sort of laugh and go oh that's cute and yeah sort of like, oh I oh, understand yeah.
1: and I heard that so much like when I said I'm gonna go and be an artist I, I I know that so many people were like oh yeah we'll just see how this goes yeah <laughs> um but yeah. If you really want it. Exactly.
0: Like, you'll make it happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's
1: not that you ever want to do something to like prove it to anyone else. Um, I think
0: it's cause you want to feel like you're reaching your full potential. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I honestly believe this life is about making memories and feeling fulfilled. It's yeah. the money you make, you, you can't take it with you to the grave, no. but you know, memories are something that you'll cherish forever and they flash People say they flash before your eyes before you die. So, I mean, what a beautiful sight to have come before your eyes, all the yeah. things you've accomplished over your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in terms of um, inspiring other people, because I know that you love to inspire people. Yeah. So, in terms of inspiring the people who might be listening or watching this interview, what advice do you have for them if they're thinking about sort of getting back in touch with their creative side or maybe they're wanting to make the transition over to become a full-time artist themselves? Yeah.
1: Um I think I think it's um, the little daily habits that you have. I think they're the things that are what add up to getting you where you need to be. There's mm. obviously a lot of really amazing things that I've done along the way um, to get me to where I am now. a lot of like the public speaking event and doing a board for a certain person. they're all really big cool things but at the end of the day i think it's the little habits that you can inject into your day yeah. and make make like a bit of a ritual mm. something that you love doing and enjoy doing like for me i really love like i have a morning routine that i love um i love waking up i have a little puppy now so i spend a bit of time with her And then I go to the gym for for me, just doing some kind of movement in in the morning. Um, Mm. And then, yeah. And then I come home and I, and I start my working day, whether that's drawing or doing all the other things that come with business, which is obviously emails and accounting and all that kind of stuff. But Mm. I think definitely just like having those habits that you just consistently do. And they might not come. Like, I think nothing is going to change if you do, like, if you want something to change have to create that bit of change in your day yeah. so if there's a habit that and I always try to like look at the habits that I have mm. the things that I'm doing and sit down and assess like are any of these things that I want to stop doing and replace yes. them with something else yeah. um, or am I pretty happy with the habits that I have and the ones that I want to continue on with so mm. yeah I mean obviously just first and foremost is just um, creating that time to mm. within your maybe not every single day you could, um, take time to sit down and do a drawing. But if you're at least from the very beginning, just setting that time within your week, like if you can try to look at half an hour, um, during my week, I'm going to sit down and do, and it doesn't even have to be art related. If there's something that you, you might be music, music musically. Yeah. 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 And then from that, you've, you've set that habit of, okay, every, Mm -hmm. every week I'm, dedicating half an hour to to really just like sitting down and being in all my creative like in my most creative element um Mm. then that that just spurs you on to um implement into your daily ritual I think you can you can spend a little bit more time each day so it's so
0: true it's the little things like like I've had someone said to me once if you want to create a change like you you want to stop meeting the same kind of guys or girls or you want to have a different job but you never get the right opportunities even something as simple as like stop taking the same path to work every day yeah go to a different toilet cubicle so that you meet different women who might introduce you to different people like just do small little
1: things differently and then if there's little tweaks that you can make like those little things can be massive in how they make make change um Mm. for you so Mm. yeah i think just um creating those little habits um and yeah just making that time to putting yeah. that time cuz it's so easy now for us to say I'm too busy like I don't have the time to mm. sit down and draw a pretty painting like I'm too busy with work or with with my family or the kids or whatever like it's really easy to just get caught up in that mm. um in that kind of mentality of like I'm too busy but I think you need to be Um, creating that Mm. space and creating that time if it's if it's something that you Mm. really love that you want to
0: yeah because we need to put ourselves first just a little bit because how can we look after our families or how can we produce the best work at work uh, if we're depleted of anything that gives us joy
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah. 100 percent. and that's why i really yeah it's really like important to yeah like Look at how you're filling yourself up, so that you can be mm. the best person for your work, or for your family. Like you said, like mm. I like. Self-care, self-love, all that kind of stuff I love. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's awesome advice. Thank you so much, Jess. So if you guys want to check out some of her work, I'm sure you've already seen it, but she posts a lot of it on Instagram. So jump on there, check it out, feel inspired. But I think when we were talking off off camera, we were talking a little bit about how one can sort of tap into their artistic creative genius. And I want to mention this because it was a really good point. You said that whenever you're wanting to start drawing, instead of looking at other artists and just copying their style, instead, when you came up with your style, you did it by thinking about what made you happy, which was Newcastle and the headland. And you were, it was the headland, wasn't it? And you were thinking about that and you started drawing it. So if you were wanting to tap into some of that creativity, Think about something that makes you really happy, whether it be your pet, your kids, the scenery, uh, a scenery, a, a walk or an animal or something, and, and just start drawing that. And then that way you're drawing from your own inspiration. And yeah. I thought that was just the best advice when you said that. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I shared it. Thank you. <laughs>
1: yeah, because that, that's how I found my style that day. Like mm. I wasn't mentioning, I just was sitting down and I'd had the best walk along the beach. And mm. I just sat down and drew what was in my mind that was making me feel so happy and then set my day up so nice for the day and then that just turned into this artwork that I was just drawing from and I mean getting inspiration online obviously we have like Pinterest and Instagram and so many apps available to us where we can get inspiration that's really awesome if you're stuck for ideas but I think um just sitting back and thinking about the things that you really love that are important yeah. to you like if you want to draw a picture of your dog like if you've if you have listened to a really amazing, if you listen to a really cool soundtrack on the way home from work, like music can be inspiration as well for creating art and like mm. movement in your art and stuff like that. So mm. I think, yeah, I love getting inspiration from like my own experiences. Mm. Um, so I really like mm. try to, to, for other people to, to find that too, because you can kind of, because then you know, it's coming from you. Yeah. Um, instead of getting caught up in in someone else's style, so yeah,
0: such good advice. So thank you so much for coming on the thank podcast for Jess. I hope that you guys loved hearing a little bit about her story and you feel really inspired to tap into a little bit of your own inner creative genius even if it's for half an hour a week because you're going to be so much happier and healthier for it. You are. Um, and check out her Instagram and her website. She sells these amazing stickers now so you can chuck them on your books and your surfboard and all sorts of stuff. So I'll post the links down below so that you can find um, her website and Instagram. So thanks thank again for having Jess. me. It's been fun. <laughs> We go back to our mind now, <laughs> <laughs> and then bath bath time Monday. Ba- yeah, bath on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, see you later. Bye, <laughs> guys.